Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about what to do when a client cancels a project. Now, this doesn't happen very often, thank goodness, but it does happen sometimes, and you need to be prepared for it and know what to do. In fact, a couple years ago, this happened to me. I was working with a client, a small business client. We were working together for the first time, and it was an email project. I was writing a series of emails for him, and I you know, I asked him all the questions I needed to ask, and I, you know, reviewed his stuff and and started coming up with some ideas for the email campaign and, uh, you know, sketching out some thoughts and headlines and things like that. And and then a couple days after he hired me, he sent me an email. He said, Steve, we have to cancel the project. Very sorry, but we got to cancel it. And he didn't give me a lot of explanations. And then he said this, he says, I hope you haven't started writing anything yet or I hope you haven't written anything yet. Uh, And that was kind of scary because I had done a lot of work already, preliminary work, but I hadn't actually written anything yet, but it was still work. And I was a little bit concerned that uh, he wasn't going to pay me, but I wasn't that concerned because I put some things in place and I've done some things to ensure that I get paid, which are going to become very clear to you at at the end of this podcast. So let's talk about uh, when clients cancel a project. When they do, you're probably concerned about a couple of things. First of all, you're probably concerned that the client is unhappy with you for some reason, that they, for whatever reason, they, they don't like the experience of working with you, or they didn't like some of the, the preliminary copy you sent them, or something's happened, and they just decided they don't want to work with you midway through a project, and they've canceled it for that reason. So they're not really canceling the project, they're canceling you. And that's a concern of yours. Well, you want to find that out. You want to get to the bottom of that, of course, and and deal with that. It's information you want to know. And the second thing that you may be concerned about is getting paid. You might be worried about getting paid. like Just like the story I just told you a couple of minutes ago, what do you do if you haven't actually written anything yet, but you've done a lot of preliminary uh, stuff before writing writing the project and the client cancels and, you know, I mean... Um, well, how do you get paid for your, for that kind of work? How do you get paid for the work you put into a project to that date before it was canceled? Well, we're going to deal with that as well. So let me give you three tips on, on how to deal with what to do when a client cancels a project. So number one is always get a deposit from new clients. Always get a deposit from new clients. Um, only work without a deposit if you're working with a client uh, a lot, you know them, they know you, they trust you, you trust them, you have a great relationship, you know they pay, they, you know they like your work, you know they're fair to deal with, uh, deal with, then you can get to a situation where you don't have to ask for a deposit every single time you take on a project for them. But if you're working with a brand new client and you don't know them and they don't know you, then you should ask for a deposit. And the general um, deposit you can ask for uh, is either any anywhere from one-third to 50% of the project fee that you quoted. What I do is I often will quote 50% of the project fee for smaller projects, 
like an email blast or a sales page. And a third of the project fee for larger projects like a white paper or a, a larger website, for example. But I'll always charge a deposit for new clients. And this is normal in the creative services industry. And 95% of clients that you deal with will have no trouble with this. In fact, I have new clients that I talk to who will sometimes will ask me uh, after they've after they've decided to hire me, they'll say, okay, Steve, what's next? Do we send you a deposit? <laughs> you know, so they know they need to pay a deposit. And that's just a normal uh, way that, uh, that business is done in the creative services industry these days. So don't be afraid to ask for a deposit. The one thing a deposit can do for you is help you if a client cancels a project. If they cancel a project partway through, well, you've got the deposit. So you've got some money in your pocket already. So you're in pretty good shape, you know. Uh, you may decide to refund some of that deposit because uh, you haven't done enough work to justify it. Uh, give you an example. If a client has uh, given you a project today and then you do a couple hours work on it and then tomorrow they cancel, but you've taken a 50% deposit, then justifiably you should be able to refund some of that. But at least you're in control. Okay, You know you got some money in your pocket that you can deal with. You're not going to be asking for money. So always get a deposit from new clients because they're the ones most likely to cancel a project. Uh, it's highly unlikely that a current client that you've dealt with for a while is going to cancel a project unless they have some weird track record of doing that. Usually that's not the case. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is have a clear cancellation policy in your letter of agreement with uh, clients or in your quote or proposals with clients. Make sure you spell out what happens clearly if a project gets canceled midway through, uh, you should have a clause that says something like this. It should say something like this. Quote, if you cancel the project or place the project on hold for longer than 30 days, we will invoice you a reasonable amount for the work completed to date. Please note that substantial work is often done prior to the copy being written. Unquote. So that's an example from my proposal. That's my cancellation policy. And it has a, actually has a headline, cancellation policy. That way clients know, okay? And if you, and if you analyze that cancellation policy, it has a, some components that are very important. First of all, it says, if you cancel the project or place the project on hold for longer than 30 days. Because I've had that happen a few times in my career where a client has uh, hasn't, canceled the project so much, but they place it on hold forever. So they'll contact me and they'll say, uh, Steve, that white paper project, we're going to put that on hold for a while. We'll get, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Might be a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks turns into a couple of months. Uh, a couple of months turns into never. And I haven't got paid for the work I've done. So, I mean, uh, because they, they haven't quote unquote canceled it, they just put it on hold. So that's why I have that clause in my cancellation agreement. If you cancel the project or place the project on hold for longer than 30 days, okay, and then I say, we will cancel, we will invoice you a reasonable amount for work completed to date. And that, that phrase, reasonable amount for work completed to date, it's kind of a friendly, soft, soft way of saying it. Um, uh, you know, it just softens the blow a little bit. Clients uh, appreciate that phrasing. And it just seems reasonable, even so much so that I've used the word reasonable in it. <laughs> okay. And then here's that second line. Just in case you forgot it, here's that second line. Please note that substantial work is done, 
is often done prior to the copy being written. I had a situation once many, many years ago where a client canceled the project and I told him, I said, okay, I'm going to charge you a reasonable amount for work completed to date. And I gave him that amount. He said, terrific, send me that work. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you, you're going to charge me 30%, send me 30% of the copy. <laughs> well, I hadn't written 30% of the copy. That, that work to date, that 30% was the preliminary stuff I had done, researching their products and coming up with rough ideas and things like that. I didn't have any copy to send him yet. And I explained that to him, and he knew that, but uh, he was just being difficult, and, you know, that sometimes happens. So now I have that line in there that just reminds the client, you know, not only do I have a cancellation policy, but, you know, obviously I do some work prior to actually writing the copy, and that counts as project, part of the project. So have a clear cancellation policy. Trust me, it's going to save you a lot of grief in those rare times where a client will cancel a project. And the third tip for you is when a client cancels a project, have a conversation with that client. Don't just say, okay, well, I uh, hope I can help you with the next project. That's it. You know, you want to have a conversation with that client. Either uh, get them on the phone or phone them or, or set up a quick phone meeting to discuss. Something like that. You want to talk to the client because you want to find out why they canceled the project. Uh, there's only two reasons why they canceled the project. Either something happened at their end, they no longer need that project done anymore, their marketing has changed. Um, I had a situation one time where my client, who was a marketing director at a company, was let go. So uh, she only had three or four days left and she had to leave the office, so she had to cancel the project for that reason. Um, so you want to find out. Uh, you know, if it's if it's an internal reason that they're in, or if it's a problem with you, and if it's a problem with you, if they didn't like the uh, copy draft you sent them, or they didn't like something else about working with you, as uncomfortable as it is to hear, you want to find out why. You want to find out what it is about their experience working with you that they didn't like, and because maybe it's something you can fix. You know, I've had this situation happen a few times in my career where a client had read some copy and there was something about the copy they didn't like and they thought it was a major problem. They were really concerned about it. In some cases, even maybe a little perturbed about it, you know. But it actually was a very simple fix for me. So from the client's perspective, if there's a problem with the, the copy, they think it's a big deal. Uh, and But for me you know, I could fix it in 15 minutes. So uh, they may not realize that. So if that's the situation, remind clients that revisions are part of the process and you're happy to do uh, revisions and, and, and talk about um, uh, handling those revisions and maybe you can fix the copy for them uh, and ask them to give you a chance to do that. That's just part of the process, you know. Um, so there's there could be ways to to kind of rescue the project if it's a problem that you're in. And even if it turns out that the client wants to cancel working with you or cancel the project because they don't want to work with you on the project, even if it turns out that way, having this conversation uh, at, at the very least makes the client feel a little bit better. In fact, you might end the, the conversation saying, you know what, Mr. Client, uh, thank you for the opportunity of working with me. We obviously weren't a good fit. Uh, that sometimes happens, uh, but, but good luck with your marketing moving forward. 
Um, and you can leave without burning the bridge and, and, and leave with the client having some good feelings towards you because that's a much better situation than having a client stew and be angry and having to cancel the project because he didn't want to work with you for whatever reason. So those are the three tactics that can help you deal with this uh, issue of when clients cancel a project. Always get a uh, deposit from new clients. Have a clear project cancellation policy in your agreement, your quote or proposal. And if a client does cancel, have a conversation with them. Talk to them, for goodness sakes, and find out what happened. If you follow those three uh, tips, then you know it's all going to go well for you ultimately. So that is this week's podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And just a reminder, you can subscribe to B2B Writing Success on iTunes. A lot of listeners do. You just go to iTunes and do a search for B2B Writing Success, and you can find the podcast there and click subscribe. Or you can go to the website, www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can find all the past episodes there and a lot of other resources as well that will help your business. So I'm Steve Slamwhite. Have a great week, and I will talk to you again next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 